Hello and welcome back to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is Friday, June 11th. Wow, Friday again. But who doesn't love a Friday? <laughs> okay, dedicating today's podcast to Nicole Deandra. She's back at it. Oh my God, she bought her mother, me, a leather-bound book of prayers called Hope for Each Day. Oh my goodness, she knows how to make me happy. Thank you, Nicole. Okay, let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Amen. And anyone suffering from any kind of ache or pain, here's a, the best prayer for that. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. And now from my new book, it says, The Privilege of Prayer. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. What a privilege is ours the privilege of prayer. Just think of it. You and I have the incredible privilege of approaching the God of the universe, the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. We can only do this because Jesus Christ has opened the way. We are to pray in times of adversity, lest we become faithless and unbelieving. 
We are to pray in times of prosperity, lest we become boastful and proud. We are to pray in times of danger, lest we become fearful and doubting. We are to pray in times of security, lest we become self-sufficient. Pray, believing in the promise of God's word that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Amen. Rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of any kind. Unfortunately, sometimes those of us who are Christians are the worst advertisement for our faith. We keep sinning even after we name Jesus as our Savior and Lord. And we often appear to others as insincere and hypocritical. And all too often we are. Some of Jesus' strongest words were reserved for hypocrites, for people who claimed to believe in God, yet were insincere and only used their religion to try to impress others. Jesus called those people whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of dead men's bones. Ask God to reveal any hypocrisy in your life, any inconsistency between what you profess and what you practice. Then ask God to bring you so close to Christ that you won't have any desire to live an inconsistent, deceitful life. Not only will you be a better person, but God will begin to use you to point others to Christ and his transforming love. Amen. How beautiful. Okay, stay with us. We'll be right back. Here's a great question in which I'm getting the answer directly from the Bible. It says, how does my relationship with the Lord affect how I hear from him? Our relationship with God, the most important aspect of our lives, affects greatly what we hear when we pray and listen. The only message an unbeliever will ever hear from God is that he is a sinner who needs Jesus as his Savior. Until that person knows Christ as his personal Messiah, he will not hear God speak on any subject other than salvation. In the life of a believer, that speaker-hearer relationship has two main features. Listen to these. Number one, we are saved. When by faith we receive Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, the Bible says we're born again. God takes us from the kingdom of darkness and places us into the kingdom of light. We become children of God. Our salvation experience begins with our relationship with him. Jesus is now my personal, faithful, and merciful high priest. 
He is my father with whom I enjoy intimate communication. I no longer have to stand on the perimeter squinting into the distance for a glimpse of his presence. Jesus has paid the price of my relationship with God through his shed blood so that now I am a full member of his own family sitting daily before him, totally secure in my relationship. Yay. And number two, we are identified with him. Our salvation takes care of our eternal security while our identification takes care of our daily walk of victory. By identification, I mean that Christ's life is now mine and mine is his. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Through my identification with him, I come gladly and boldly knowing that I am accepted, not by my behavior, but because of my belief in him and what he has already accomplished. Thus, I can approach him with confidence and great assurance. Amen. Commanding your morning, a daily devotional, it says create a new reality. You are literally creating reality by your prayers and your words. You are doing it every day with the thoughts you are thinking, the words you are speaking, and the prayers that, as a result, you are praying. While it remains true that the key to seeing everything is to first believe it, there is, in fact, scientific evidence to support the concept that your words shape your own world. Seeing does not always produce believing but believing will produce seeing. Amen. Dear Father, I commit to honor you with my words and actions today. I declare and decree that I will lay hold of the things you have prepared for me. There will be no holdups, no setbacks, no delays. You are moving me toward your perfect plan for me, no matter what things look like in the natural realm. I am not moved by circumstances. I walk by faith and not sight. I will keep on believing until your will manifests in my life. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God's way day by day. Jesus insisted that the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. He did not tell them their time of arrival, neither did he tell them how he was getting to the other side of the sea. He said, get in the boat, row to the other side, and I'll meet you over there. The Lord may not tell you every detail of his plan. Your position is not to require every detail or to know all things, but to obey what God tells you to do. How the Lord does his part and what his timing may be is God's business, not yours. Just obey what God tells you to do. Amen. 
God's promises day by day. Whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. I believe the secret of happiness lies embedded in those words, painful though they appear to be. I have observed that when any of us embarks on the pursuit of happiness for ourselves, it eludes us. Often I've asked myself why. It must be because happiness comes to us only as a dividend. When we become absorbed in something demanding and worthwhile above and beyond ourselves, happiness seems to be there as a byproduct of self-giving. And I have to tell you, happiness is my podcast. And I thank you for coming and listening every day. Okay, stay with us. I'll be right back. More prayers to come. And we can always count on In Touch Magazine. Uh, Today they're talking about holding on to hope. Clinging to hope is difficult when circumstances are miserable and show no signs of improving. This can be especially discouraging when we know that our all-powerful God could remedy the the situation and fulfill our dreams, but hasn't. This is probably how Hannah felt. She was heartbroken because the Lord had closed her womb. This alone was a source of great disgrace for a Hebrew woman of that day. But Hannah suffered even more because of the deliberate provocation by her husband's other wife, who was blessed with children. Yet Hannah was a woman of great faith, even in the midst of her disappointment and pain. She never gave up on God, but let her pain drive her to him. In desperation, she poured her her heart out to the Lord and promised that if he'd fulfill her desire for a son, she would give him the child. Hannah's example of faith is an encouragement to lay our hopes before God, the only one who can fulfill our desires or align them with his will. Then, knowing that all we have in his is his, let's be willing to give back to the Father whatever he gives us. Nicole, you were definitely God's will for my life. Amen. God's purposes for your life. Giving thanks and making a positive confession of faith in God can be a powerful force in your life. This does not mean speaking boastfully or claiming the Lord's deliverance apart from his express will for your life. Rather, voicing your gratefulness to God for his faithfulness and provision is an indication of your submission to his will regardless of your hopes or expectations. Again, voicing your gratefulness to God for his faithfulness and provision is an indication of your submission to his will, regardless of your hopes or expectations. Amen. 
Life may not be turning out the way you thought it would. You may be struggling with your circumstances. However, because you have a risen Lord, you know that no matter what you face in this life, God is greater and will ultimately deliver you. He will bless you as you seek him. He will guard, protect, and lead you to a place of fruitfulness and hope. Therefore, you always have cause for praise. Always. With this in mind, please take time to exalt and worship God today. Tell Jesus you trust him to carry your burdens and to help you through every difficulty. Give him thanks for every blessing you can think of because your God will never fail you and praising him will pave the way to your deliverance. Wholeheartedly, I thank and praise you, Jesus, trusting you to always lead me the right way. Amen. Please tell as many people as you can about this podcast. We are praying daily. We are feeling blessings daily. It is so important to spread God's word. Help somebody out today. Please tell them about the podcast. Thank you. In closing, reading from Prayers from the Wilderness, we're going to close our eyes. And this is a meditation for the power of faith. Father, I am created in your image. Therefore, you made me to be anointed and extraordinary in your glory and not my own. In my pursuit of trust and belief, your love and kindness bless me with examples of faith. How it looks, how it sounds, how it acts, not just in your word, but also in my life. I marvel at how changing my thoughts from the natural to supernatural produce a God solution, a divine response and answer by faith. Faith always looks like what I cannot accomplish within my own ability. When you assign a specific task to me, the more complicated the responsibility, the more I need to stay connected to you for the outcome. As you create the image in my mind, I realize my work is always faith. Yours is the final result. Father, I thank you so much for giving me words that echo encouragement within my spirit. You remind me in Matthew 17, 20 that faith, the size of a mustard seed, yields tremendous results. This scripture ministers to me, and I stay strengthened by your word, which leads me to another level of trust and assurance in you. Father, I thank you for showing me faith is always a now behavior. Every day, regardless of the size of my circumstance, faith is the weapon that defeats the adversary. 
My awareness of this very simple belief is becoming an intricate part of my prayer life and my daily walk. As I act by faith, you provide the victory. So, Father, I thank you for removing the labor of worry from my life and teaching me the transforming power of faith. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Thank you, Sister Anne, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for coming to pray with me. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye for now, and have a God-blessed day. Amen.